Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Today I would like to speak to you about self-sabotage. Many of us may not be aware that we engage in behaviors and beliefs that may stop us from achieving our life goals and also prevent us from living our best lives. All of us engage in this type of behavior to some degree, but for some of us these behaviors are so ingrained that we may not realize that we are engaging in them or how bad they may be for us. We likely do not think that the behavior has become a form of self-sabotage, but we may come to the realization when we notice that the behavior has caused us a lot of problems in our daily lives and it has interfered with our goals and relationships. My hope is that by making you aware of some examples of self-sabotaging behaviors, you may begin to recognize negative patterns and curb them before they continue to cause problems in your life. Often, in order to fully understand how a pattern of self-sabotage has emerged, you may need to reflect on earlier experiences and how they have influenced your life. There are many types of self-sabotaging behaviors. This may include procrastination, perfectionism, self-medicating with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and self-injury. For example, a narcissistic individual may have a set deadline for a work project, but they may find that they are not able to start it. Instead, they begin to feel anxious and engage in negative thoughts about the task. They may then begin to fear not being able to execute it perfectly. The result is that they hesitate so long in starting the project that they do not complete it. In this case, the need for perfectionism and the fear of not being good enough has caused them to not complete the task at all. This type of behavior is a form of self-sabotage of one's career, as well as a blow to one's self-confidence. Another form of self-sabotage, especially for individuals who exhibit narcissistic tendencies, is self-sabotage through workaholism. A narcissistic individual may prioritize and rationalize overworking and being away from their family by believing that they are providing for their family and that this is the most important thing they can do. Providing for your family's economic needs is important but narcissistic individuals may use this to avoid their family's emotional needs. As a result of not being emotionally available, your family may complain or become distant. As a result, you may feel that your family is being ungrateful and that they do not appreciate how hard you work for them. Without realizing it, the narcissistic individual is creating a negative cycle of behavior. They will emotionally avoid their families and then punish them when they are not behaving in a supportive and loving manner. Essentially, the narcissistic individual is projecting their feelings of inadequacy onto their familial relationships. They may feel emotionally unsafe because of their fear of failing in their role of parent, 
partner, or any other role where others are depending on them. This avoidance may come from an underlying sense of inadequacy and will act as a barrier from getting too close to your family. A narcissistic individual may choose to experience a controlled closeness where they will dictate the terms of the arrangement. Ultimately, you may be using this as a strategy to avoid experiencing some of the more difficult emotional feelings that take place in any close relationship or to avoid the possibility of failing and feeling as if your feelings of inadequacy are true. It's important to understand why you are engaging in self-sabotage. One reason may be that your environment has caused you to believe certain things about yourself that are not true. You may believe that you are not intelligent enough, wise enough, capable enough, or worthy of certain things in your life. As a result, you may underestimate your capabilities suppress your feelings, and tend to lash out at those around you. One of the most important things you can do is to break the negative core beliefs that you have about yourself. You need to be able to see yourself as you truly are, and not through negatively filtered images that have been imposed upon you. I want to take a moment to let you know how proud I am of you. Looking inward and trying to find ways to make your life better is not easy. It often may seem like a difficult task, but I want you to know that it's possible to improve the quality of your life and lessen your narcissistic tendencies. My hope is that by listening to this podcast, you can begin to break your negative core beliefs and learn to be more deliberate and mindful with your thoughts and actions. I realize that it may be difficult to identify self-sabotaging behavior the connection between the behavior and the consequences may not always be clear or immediate. For example, you may repeatedly turn down your partner's invitation to spend time together and generally avoid spending time with them at all. As a result, after a while they will stop asking you. By the time you realize that your connection with them has dwindled, it may be too late to salvage the relationship. You may believe that you did not do anything to cause the rupture of the relationship, but if you were to look back at your behavior, you would realize that you had a large part in its demise. For example, it's possible that in an effort to protect yourself from feeling emotionally vulnerable towards them, you ended up not connecting at all. One way to figure out if you are engaging in self-sabotage is to examine whether your behaviors are aligned with your long-term goals. If not, the behavior may be self-defeating. For example, you may procrastinate doing things that cause you anxiety and distress. Avoiding these tasks may allow you to avoid these negative emotions, but it is also keeping you from accomplishing long-term goals or taking steps that may lead to happiness and fulfillment. And often, the longer you put off doing the task will only add to your anxiety. Another way to deal with procrastination is to not be vague when setting a deadline. If you say, I will get to it later, it's different from setting a firm deadline. One way to stop procrastination is to start a task without thinking about the entire project or timeline. Beginning at any point and accomplishing even a small portion will fuel motivation and change your perception of the project. Another way to avoid self-sabotaging by procrastinating is to implement the often-cited 5-minute rule. 
The five-minute rule is a technique that is designed to help you overcome procrastination to become more productive. Essentially, all you need is to commit to spending five minutes on whatever task you are procrastinating on. After five minutes, you can stop, but in most cases, people will continue to work. The five-minute rule works because it tackles procrastination at its core. By turning your task into a small, manageable five-minute chunk, your brain no longer sees the task as a threat, and your body won't enter fight-or-flight mode. After you've tricked your brain into getting started, it usually kicks into gear, and you'll find that those five minutes turn into 30 minutes, or even longer. Another example of self-sabotage is self-effacing behavior. This is behavior where you may attempt to make yourself inconspicuous by being modest and shy. This type of behavior may emerge when people have trouble believing in their own abilities. It can be problematic because acting extremely modest and shy may derail your confidence and other people's confidence in you. Interesting note, research shows that self-effacing individuals are generally better liked but are also seen as less competent. It's important to realize that self-effacing behavior may lead to you taking on a victim role. The victim mentality may enable you to take less responsibility in your life and essentially gives you the green light to blame others for what is going wrong in your life. I find that individuals with narcissistic tendencies engage in self-sabotaging behaviors that may end up harming their relationships. The reason for this may be that developing any deep, meaningful relationship requires vulnerability. And being vulnerable may make individuals with narcissistic tendencies insecure about the potential loss of the relationship and any possible rejection. You may be sabotaging your relationships in order to avoid any emotional pain and to protect yourself from any negative emotions. Here are some examples of self-sabotage in relationships. Discarding a relationship. Infidelity. Being closed off or repeatedly dating the same type of toxic partner. It's important that you explore these emotions and fears so you can break this pattern of behavior. You can begin by understanding your relationship patterns and identifying current triggers for self-sabotaging behaviors. For example, you may pick a fight or blame your partner when things go wrong. It's essential that you learn to tolerate some discomfort and to respond with healthy behaviors instead of a self-sabotaging one. Another form of self-sabotage is substance abuse. Drinking and doing drugs allows people to escape difficult emotions. Often, these substances can contribute to developing a warped perception about the habit. You may begin to believe that you need alcohol to be liked, that it brings out the best in you. The reality may be the exact opposite, and alcohol may in reality be ruining your relationships. These distorted beliefs, in addition to the neurobiological changes, make overcoming addiction extremely challenging. It's important to learn what is triggering your self-sabotaging behaviors. Often, harmful thought patterns can occur automatically without conscious processing. One way to combat this is to become more consciously aware of your thoughts. You can do this by sitting quietly with yourself or even through journaling. 
Doing this can help you uncover some of your self-sabotage triggers. You can then explore whether your behavior encompasses any mistaken or harmful beliefs. With practice, you can begin to respond in healthier ways. I know it's uncomfortable to face yourself and your behaviors, but it's absolutely worth it. I hope this message finds you well today. And as always, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry, and until next time, see you soon.